0: The following is a presentation of the Belly Sports Media Network. Hey blue. We are the Baseball Umpires Podcast for umpires by an umpire. We're more than just balls and strikes and outs and safes. Listen in for tips, rule interpretations, equipment and attire reviews, interviews with umpires of all levels, and some funny stories that might come up every time out on the baseball field. If you're new to the field as an umpire or a seasoned vet in the world of umpiring, then this is the podcast for you. Hey Blue, the umpire podcast is part of the 1420 Sports Bar group of podcasts on the Belly Up Network. This, uh, what day are we even in here? It's uh, April the 3rd, I think we're into now, Mr. Matt Ben. I don't even know what month we're doing all these bloody, bloody shows all the time. Uh, today, the umpire show is brought to you by Caldera Lab and Caldera Lab.com. Use promo code 1420Lab for 20% off of their men's skincare products today. Joined uh, once again on the show by fellow umpire and member of the Southern Alberta Umpire Association, Matt Ben. Matt, how are you doing today, my friend?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Still kind of recovering from uh, my ankle surgery, but hoping to be ready to go on the 15th here for uh, Canadian college baseball. So, well, yeah, oh, they wow. had uh, that. That left for had quite the weekend out in the Okanagan. I mean, we're not supposed to be cheering for
0: teams at all. or looking at that, but I saw that they won three out of four out there, and that's kind of uh, they have a pretty good team. They, their team can pitch a little bit, so that helps a lot. Uh, last week, we kind of finished up our clinics uh, part of the part of the uh, the season with the little league clinic a week and a half ago, whatever it is now, uh, with a bunch of we had about forty kids out there and a few adults, which was nice to see. Uh, but we got to thinking a little bit and talking after a couple of uh, we had adult beverage afterwards, and we were having a discussion about how you have to uh, grow the game grow umpiring a little bit and how baseball um maybe not right across the world but i think it is a, a bit of a problem how it's you, you got guys who go to these clinics and then they're just they're left for their own for own their own uh, way about them and, and throughout the season and they never really get looked at again and sometimes they don't get looked at again for two or three years um they're, they people say that there's an umpire shortage, and I get it. But there has to be some accountability, not just on umpire, on umpires, because people complain so much about parents and coaches yelling. But I think it's a lot of stuff has to do with umpires just not getting better, and then get and that's why things happen. And then associations, not just base, not umpire associations, but baseball associations, not growing umpiring, and that's that's more of a reason why, in my eyes, why there's there is a lack of umpires.
1: Yeah, from my from my point of view, like I, I played baseball for a long time, like we've talked about before, and I kind of just got started going and umpiring and and when I started, I I didn't really know where to stand. I knew what an out and a safe was or knew what a ball and strike was, but I didn't know where to stand on the field. I didn't know what my rotations were. And um, the only way I learned and got better was from people coming to watch. You know, and and trusted people that I knew um, were giving me good advice and were as a group or as a umpire group as a whole, I don't think at least in North America, we're not doing a good enough job for these kids at younger levels. You know, you say all you say all the time, they come to this eight hour clinic and then they leave and it's like, Oh, okay. I guess I got to go do that now. But
0: yeah, and it, like, and the thing is, like, we've like in, in that eight hour clinic because you got a lot of kids who are like, you, if you had, there's like I said, there was 40 of them there last week. And if, if 10 of them end up doing some games this summer, that's a, a pretty decent number 25%. Retention, which it might be a high number, but you, you just know that some kids were there because their parents wanted to get rid of them for the day, and that's just and that's just the the, the way things are, right? And yeah. you, you hope that you get some more out of them. You hope some that end up doing something, and the ones that do end up doing something, and I I don't think as a, as a whole throughout North America, from what you hear, that they're not given enough um, mentorship after the fact and after after they're done with it. And that's not just and it's and it's not so much on um, like umpire association, but I think it's on on the baseball association associations more so because we are stretched pretty thin because uh, like we still like to do games and go make a couple bucks ourselves but i don't think the baseball associations do themselves much of a a favor by by trying to develop umpires they're so busy trying to develop coach or coaches and uh players and there's so many different teams and everything else that's part of the reason why there's a shortage of umpires and another problem that they got is there's just so many damn teams popping up everywhere there's just more tournaments more games everything else so they don't they always seem to forget that there's um that you you need umpires to do these games i I really believe that that's a a big thing that the accountability at at the upper levels that we uh we don't get enough enough umpires it's just the way things are
1: yeah i heard a i heard a stat this winter from our provincial uh supervisor brand he said last year in central alberta so basically the red deer region 50 percent of the games only had one umpire and it's just wild to me, like all the people that live in Red Deer and in that area, and they can't. And, there's, and to to the point of what you just said, there's just more and more and more teams popping up. Like this team that we had here last weekend that played a uh, PBA. Yeah. That's a brand new academy this year that wasn't there last year. So now they're going to have another 25 game spring. So where are the umpires to fill those games as well? You know. So
0: yeah. Like, and it's, it 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 starts at the top, and if the, if these guys, if these kids, and these men, and these and these some of the older gentlemen we have out, if if they don't get the proper learning, and then because and like I said, you can only get so much so much uh, information into a kid or or into anyone's head in in an eight hour day, because a lot of kids are just worried about what's for lunch once they have their uh, their Gatorade and their pizza. After lunch, that's it. They're they're, yeah. they're running around, they're, they, they don't care anymore. So you can only get so much information to these kids. uh It's a lot of stuff to get to get in, like I said. But the the way that we kind of just say, okay, you're an umpire now, and see you later. uh there, But there's got to be some accountability, more so on the not well, some of the younger younger kids too. But like once they do leave these clinics and they do they do go out and do games, it's kind of up to them because we're we do, we we don't have home games. We're we're our own home team, and we have to kind of start to do things for ourselves a little bit and. There's there's so many learning tools out there that yes baseball Canada has and yes that uh, Little League has and whoever else has these things and there's a ton of YouTube content out there and stupid podcasts like this where you can learn a bunch. Uh, people have to take some accountability for themselves once they do once they do decide to to umpire for the uh, for the year and and not just blame blame parents and blame coaches for getting yelled at because you know what, you know, who doesn't, doesn't get yelled at guys who make right calls, you know, you're going to make mistakes, but the guys who don't, don't get in in, uh, in, in shit, uh, they're the guys who are are, are in position and are, are working hard out there. So there has to be a little, little bit more holding umpires like more accountable for their actions on
1: the field. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I 100% agree. You know, for me, I'm treating it like I played, you know, a coach, if I struck out looking strike three on the outside corner, that was on me. <laughs> that wasn't on a coach that wasn't on a fan, that wasn't on the umpire. That was on me and, and I'm treating I treat umpire a lot umpiring a lot of the same way. Um, I think it just with the generations how it's went you know everyone's a lot softer and everyone feels a lot more entitled. So when you go into out there and tell them that they did a bad job, it's not that you're attacking them. Um, you're just stating out the obvious. And and that person, whoever is receiving on the receiving end of that, especially if they're, a, uh, let's just say, an experienced uh, umpire, you need to you need to wear it a bit. Um, to be honest with you, I know we're we're trying to get away to the, to the of the of people yelling and screaming and blah blah blah. But if I make a mistake, that coach is going to get his one chance to to give it to me, and then that's going to be it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not just say it's just not an automatic thing. And uh, I think the more that you and myself, at least in this area, get out and watch these guys, like I've been, I've been at the park every weekend, um, trying to catch some innings and, and you, obviously you've been there, you've been on the field. And, yeah. and I, I talked to Cam today about it and he goes like, thank you for coming. You know, like just thanks for being there. Cause it helps me out. And, and I wasn't easy on it either. And neither were or you did the evaluation. You know, we're honest and we're, we are expecting you to take that criticism and, and uh, put it into your game you know so yeah and i think the 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 way the way
0: about doing it too that might get lost with some people and not that i'm perfect by any means when i go out and do games like there's mistakes that i make and there, there's no getting around that but i, I you know like i try to mask some things with working hard and, and being being in position and, and and the like and that that can kind of put the, the smoke and mirrors behind a behind a baseball game so it's one of those things but i think with the way an evaluator they can't just say you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you got you got to mix it up a little bit so you did this right and did this right as well because otherwise you're, you're, you're going going to lose a, a herd of guys I and mean, yeah we, we we talk about uh, not wanting hat fillers out there but we still need bodies and i think we need to really start uh, spending a little more time on guys that want to get better uh, that, that's kind of the biggest thing and the guys who who spent spent the time uh they, this this probably right across north america like i know they had their uh the tri-state lead umpire association they had their graduation just recently uh, out there in new jersey uh and they got guys that that are, are umpires now and making making pretty good dough doing it um the thing is we have to start spending some more time on guys who want to do it and and the the guys who who want to improve and maybe not worry so much about guys who are like well i've been doing it for 30 years well sometimes you haven't been doing it right for 30 years right and that's 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 one thing we really have to do throughout baseball and throughout the umpiring game is uh, spend more time on people who want to do it and not force people to 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 try to learn because if guys don't want to learn they're not going to get better
1: no, and, and we had our little two-man refresher there the other night, and I got three or four text messages after saying, like, thanks for doing that. Um, number one, I want to say that no matter if you're a big league umpire, if you're a minor league umpire, if you're an amateur umpire, you're not bigger than learning. I, I really want to make that point across, because, like you said, we have these guys, older guys that have been doing it not necessarily right for a long time, and that's just because of the different feedback they have, but... You know, if you're going into a supervision or you know you're getting supervised, you know, don't don't act like you're bigger than the supervision, okay, no matter what, no matter who's doing it, you know, you take your supervision, you let the supervisor talk, you give some feedback, you know, it's not about defending yourself or getting attacked, it's, it's more purely about learning. So, I don't know, I, it's hard for me because some people, they just think that they are right. And they don't want to, like you said, get better. Um, but for the most part, the guys that we're having now that are coming up, you know, they're recognizing their mistakes, they're taking their supervisions, they're moving on, and, and I think it's uh, it's going to be a good year for us. I think per, uh, in this area. So. Yeah,
0: like it's 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 funny how like and you do have to have a certain delivery to it, in a certain time frame, because there, there are situations that arise every game where maybe the, your evaluation didn't go and your or your. Uh, or your game didn't go so well or your partner made a mistake or you made a mistake and no one said anything, anything to you for, for because you don't want to have to do a lot of hurt feelings report afterwards as well right so it's kind of that thing um, there's one thing that we were discussing a little bit after the game then tonight now, and I don't know what other associations across because uh, we got a lot of people listening right across the United States to this this goofy little show we do uh, every once in a while uh, I don't know what they got for their like a lot of guys just dress in a parking lot right right out of the trunk of their cars and some 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 like most places do have um, dressing rooms for for the guys but there's one thing that we were talking about that me and Tyler Malacca were talking about that maybe after after a game to maybe have uh the dressing room door closed a little bit, maybe just the evaluator and and that's it in there, maybe after a game, or nobody after a game, and let let the two guys hash it out over a over an adult beverage or whatever it may be, or a diet coke, or whatever you're fancy and, and whatever you want to have. But have a have that conversation, have that time after a game, 10, 15 minutes to have that discussion of what went right, what what went wrong. Because a lot of times, like I know around here, we get a lot of guys coming into the dressing room directly after the game to to BS or whatever it may be, which is fine. But um, that's a time when you should be able to talk to somebody, and and because the best time to to tell somebody that they did something uh, incorrectly or correctly is right after right after they yeah. did it, not three or four days later because they won't they won't remember what they were talking about, right? So that's one thing I think that we need to look at more so around here is uh, dressing room access after a game. Like maybe just stay out because most of the time the guys that are at the game, they they might have had a couple of beverages in them already and they might not be seeing something that, that, that they should, or they might be saying something uh, a little loose lip because they wouldn't say otherwise. So that's one thing. I don't know what other associations have if that's a rule, but I think that's something that uh, here we got to maybe look at and right, maybe right across the leagues that we do. Yeah, I
1: I was actually thinking the other day of how how is what is going to what is available to us right now where we can give kind of instant feedback to guys on the field? Because, you know, sometimes these these games are three hours long. You're not going to remember what happened in the second inning, but the supervisor has it written down. You know what I mean? So I was just kind of thinking going through my head, like, is there a way we can because some of the games that we have going on right now are, are spring or fall games. There really is no meaning. We can send guys out, like maybe an earpiece or some kind of walkie-talkie deal, where you know if they get instant feedback right after the play happened. That way, I think it's going to sit a little bit better. Um, you know, obviously, we're not going to be doing that in in regular season games that that people are playing for. But right now, in these kind of spring warm up games, exhibition games, I'm just yeah. I don't know, racking my brain on how we can give some some better instant feedback. Um, and again, with with that, you need to have people that are committed to going to watch and and all that kind of stuff too but it's gonna help everyone out i think uh, instead of having someone standing there right beside you it, it you know it just it trying to figure out ways and, and technology is what it is now so i'm sure we can i think that's that's a good idea
0: matt because if you if you get a guy going on the field um to say something then everybody kind of knows that like if, maybe if i how do I word this? Well, it's sound like a complete dickhead. But if you're, uh, if you're, if you tell maybe the coach ahead of the game, that okay, I'm just, I, I'm going to be hanging around, to, uh, the field, but I don't want to be, I don't want a person to be going on the field four or five times a game to, to right. say something because then, because even though, like you said, the games don't me- necessarily mean anything, quote unquote, that you, um, you still don't want to have the guy feeling down about himself and, and and then the, 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 the players or coaches looking at you a little bit with with a side eye and saying, yeah, we, well, we know he's terrible or yeah, he screwed that up. So we don't, we don't, you don't want to draw attention to it, right? It's like having a great big zit and putting clear still on it.
1: And it just gets worse and worse looking as as the day progresses. Yeah. I mean, if, if there, if it's only supposed to be a two umpire game and then one of us shows up there to help a guy out, I don't want to be chasing the guy around on the bases. Cause then we have more people in the middle of field that it just doesn't look that way. So if we can get some kind of uh system where a guy just has maybe an earpiece in, and then that way you're not just giving negative feedback, but when they do something good, if they have a good pivot, if they have, do the rotation properly, you're giving that positive feedback too. So it can resonate in their brain like right instantly that they did it right. You know what I mean? yeah because like m- most guys like that that uh that we work with
0: uh, we kind of have our, our way we've been doing it for a few years and it is that and we're, we're in general we're in the position but once in a while you just kind of might float over to the middle to feel a little bit too much or you might have a like you said a, a, your your pivot might be a little too deep and, and the like or you might just you might you might want to square up the bag a little bit more and then you can say something after a game and it might be something but there's a lot of things that people don't see that throughout the game you won't and you won't remember like, no. you, like you just won't i mean there's 500 things going on in a baseball game, at once, it's a, it, the, the big plays you remember the, the interference and the the, the balk and whatever it might be. Uh, I think it's a good good idea to maybe have a headset out there for these games and and uh, and teach people because it, it can't hurt. Um, with the accountability thing that we see, and it, this one kind of makes a makes me a little bit crazy. It, it, it gets the negative part part of the. Uh, the, the great fort the great art of umpiring is the when you get ejections of of young, especially young players um when an older gentleman makes a a call and it, it's completely wrong and i've seen it before you've seen it before when you were a player too as well but when when guys have ejections because they made a bad call that drives me absolutely batshit crazy uh because you, you wonder why because i, I could have had one, like last year i did a u14 or 15 whatever it was i all these they they're like there's majors minors this and that, that that's up to me because like, i'm I'm old but there was a you whatever and this kid he drew a line in the sand and i probably i should have ejected him i could i could have ejected him very easily right and i i I didn't because i knew that little billy's parents spent how much money and everything else to, and like for, for the game the hotels the this that and the other so i i kind of went over to the coach between not that inning or the but was the inning afterwards and i said listen maybe tell little billy he shouldn't be doing that because anybody else probably would have thrown him out of the game. and But here's the money that was spent, and he's not going to learn anything. And all of a sudden, I'm going to be the bad guy because he, he didn't think the pitch was a strike. I mean, it, it very well could have been. Where, where he pointed it wasn't yeah. but it's one of those things and like but there, you see a lot of umpires who make a bad call and they and they hear something that they, they thought they heard from a player or from a coach and then they they run the kid or they run the coach and then they, they, and they look even worse because it drives me nuts when umpires make a bad call like a bad bad call and they throw a guy out like they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be a thing. And you see it all over, all over more amateur baseball. Actually, you see it in the that that debacle with uh, Real Muto last week when he didn't get the ball into the uh, into the catcher's glove. The umpire uh, didn't get the ball into Real Muto's glove and he threw him
1: out of the game. That's a bad look, man. That is a such a bad look. What disaster! Mind? It's an absolute disaster. I- you know, everyone is like you know. My, I remember our first year doing the doing our collegiately here, and uh, we just, I had a senior umpire tell me if you mess up or whatever, and a coach comes to te- comes out and asks you about it. Don't ever admit that you mess up. And I said why, and he goes because that because now he can use that against you later on down the line. And I said, but if I just tell him that I messed it up, that's me recognizing that I messed it up, and he's getting his his vindiction that he was right so why would you why would he want to keep using that against me like i don't know i don't understand it you know if if a, if a coach or a player comes out and they're upset because you messed up a call own it absolutely own it and if it goes past the line then you you do what you need to do but for the most part hopefully these adult coaches and these college coaches and that's all they want to hear is that you? Wreck, you Acknowledge that you did it wrong, and I don't know. I, I again, I, I keep boasting this to everyone in our association. But I've been now doing uh, baseball for five years of zero ejections. Um, have I messed up calls? One million percent. Okay, I, there's been calls that I'm like, even I was like, oh no, that was not great. But you know, whether that was in the moment, it didn't matter, or or whatever. I. I've always admitted when I was wrong and uh, I think some people are a little bit too proud out there to be hundred percent honest with you.
0: And there's ways and he, you can do it, especially like with, like, if you, if you miss a pitch or, or if the guy gives you a sideways look and he looks back at you a little bit, you don't need to bark back at the guy. No. Like, it's usually like, a, like if a guy looks back at you, he, he you're, he's usually right, right? Like, it's yeah. just, he's like, ooh, you missed that one. Or, or, or a catcher might say something to catch, and your catcher can be your best friend throughout a game. And and I usually like if it's a pitch, uh, like the second out of an inning, and I, I call a, a pitch out and it wasn't in, in, in his eyes, uh, after, after that half at bat or whatever it might be, I'll say, "Hey, where would you have that one? Like, where, where, where did you have that? Because here's what well, here's what I had." Or if yeah. if, if it was blatant, I'm, like I'll do it that that at like when that that at bat's done, I'll ask him, "Did you have that a strike? Did you have that? Did you have that? Where did you have that?" And, then, and, and that goes- good and it, and then you have a good relationship with with the with with the other team because then that that catcher is going to go to the bench and he's going to say to to the coach and you're going to have a, a a better thing because a, a coach won't i don't like I, especially higher higher levels i don't think a coach will hold that against you or a manager as they like to be called or what i don't think they'll hold that against you later on when no. you when you're accountable for for what it got i don't think you'll say yeah you missed that one in the third or two jimmy told me you did I don't think they're ever going to say that they would, they would rather you hear that you made a mistake. And that, I mean, to each their own and different, there's different things. And I, I, to a man, I can't remember who I had on, on with, on this show a while ago, but coaches are actually a lot more, um, Tame than they were 25 30 years ago Th- yeah. those people back then they were ruthless and they and they got that from tv when you had guys like billy martin and and uh lou panella and all and the like and, and those guys were absolute animals and and the uh, college coaches were just as bad or worse right these guys nowadays they, they they get a little bit more and they're they're taught sensitivity training it's just a different game and i think if you're if you're if you're truthful to not to a fault but if you're truthful with guys and, and hold yourself accountable you're gonna have a, a much more successful game out there
1: and and we have like we've talked about like the old the old acknowledge warn eject everything you know like jake said if i'm yelling at you the worst thing that you can do is look at me in the dugout (laughs) because that just makes me more mad just hear it and then if it gets to a point then do what you need to do but for the most part these coaches are, are trying well maybe not in the summer but these college coaches and stuff they're trying to win every ball game and yep. if, if they can gain any kind of advantage by barking a little bit from the dugout, it doesn't mean they're personally attacking you. It just means that they're trying to get whatever ed- the edge they can get to win. And and we need to understand that a little bit better as umpires. You know, having that game management, game knowledge. It's They're not there just to yell at you. There's, there's a distinct reason. Sometimes, don't get me wrong, if they get mad enough or you blow something up, then, yeah, they're there to get ejected too. There's, there's that side of it too, but we have to understand as umpires, you know, um, what the time is, where you're at in the game, all that kind of stuff. It goes into, uh, it goes into understanding the game, your game knowledge, and just, and just becoming a better umpire. And, uh, I don't know. I keep saying not be soft, but you know, you're not, you have to take it a little bit sometimes. And and I know that's not where we want to go with this umpiring, especially at the younger levels, but for us senior umpires that are doing higher levels of baseball, it, the game means more; it truly does, and we have to be better.
0: That's, yeah, and, and it starts. It starts at the top down. When you, even at the higher levels, it starts at, at the top down. Keep teaching guys the right way. Guys coming up to the to whatever league it might be, and then and then the guys that are that are doing u 13 for the first time or or whatever it might be on a larger field it's to the the top guys down to go and help out maybe do a game or two with these guys and say okay i'm on the field doing this doing that and then they'll see it and then holding like i said holding guys accountable to go out there and okay yep you need you need to read the rule because we're not going to sit in a classroom for three days and read and interpret rules because you're you know what you're not going to get anything out of that like nothing we will have clinics and things that will will infuse rules into but you're not going to pick up everything it's something you got to do on your own if you're going going to be an umpire and you're going to put on the the goofy blue shirt or the black shirt and the goofy gray pants and and everything else and go out there that's up to you to make yourself better because you're 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 your own team out there and most of the time you don't even know who your partner is sometimes and it's it's up to you to go out there and get better and and learn things properly it's up to you to make sure you're not late it's up to you to make sure that your that your shoes look good and everything else because that's all part of it no one's no one's doing that for you we don't have locker room attendants who take care of that stuff for us right so it's it's important if you want to if you want to have a decent game in a decent season it's more up to to each personal umpire to get out there and make sure that they set themselves up to to succeed um and a lot of these like a, I, I can't think of one baseball organization that wouldn't want umpires to get better i i, I don't understand why more, more places don't have uh, people seeing pitches throughout the year because these these kids are throwing all year long. They're taking live BP all year long. There, there, there's there's batting practice in three or four different places around around Lethbridge all year long. And it's, I'm sure it's that way all over all over North America. And what, why more? associations not umpire associations aren't going to the umpires and saying hey do you guys want to maybe get a little bit better we're, we're throwing pitches today just come see some pitches And i, if, I don't I, and i think that the the, the 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 associations are a bit to blame for this umpire shortage because guys just aren't getting better so they quit
1: well and and you know i we keep you know kind of um boosting ourselves but if we can do it in lethbridge alberta canada in february there's no reason why you can't be watching pitches in Texas in in October. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not just a Canada-US issue. It's across the world across the world well, the world really now. Baseball's so broad, but you know, there's no excuse anymore. And really, how much effort did it ta- take for us to do it? Two two tax to Hubka.
0: Hey, what, actually, I think actually Hubka actually came to us at one point. He said, hey, we're going to be throwing a live BP starting next week. You guys want to come? Come for a few. Hundred percent. That's right. Yeah. And, and, it's, it's not right? easy. And and that's what I'm talking about. Like, like they, they want they want it to grow because games are better when when, when the umpires are better, right? And if, if but if the umpires aren't going out there and they're they're just showing up for a paycheck, we'll talk about that in half a second, too. And when guys show up for a paycheck and they're they're out there for three hours and it's hell for every second of it, well, there's a reason because you didn't try to get better. Like you didn't, you didn't even put the effort in to get better. Like I know people have lives and there's other stuff out, outside of of, uh, of baseball and everything else. But if if you aren't trying to get better, that's on you. That's not on anybody else. Like I said earlier on, there is so much content that because your most guys are tattooed to their phone all day every day anyway. So why not watch a YouTube video about about God knows what? Because there's there's hundreds and hundreds of them for, for
1: umpires. Well, and and to be honest, like I got to give you credit. You did most of the work for us, but you know you went out you found john in new jersey you found these guys across the country and and that wasn't stuff that you were promoting that stuff was already there like it was easy to find if you exactly. really wanted to find something you, you that's got to be on you like we said at our clinic we can teach you where to stand and where to go but we can't teach you a strike zone. we can't teach you all the rules you know it, like you said it, it, as an umpire if you want to do it at a high level and you want to do it well, you, you have to take some kind of your own personal responsibility to get better, and that's not a cop-out by the senior guys because we're going to try and show up, we're going to try and help you out, but there's aspects of umpiring that you have to get better at by yourself, and, and that's just just the way it is. I mean, there's no... I don't know what else to say.
0: Yeah, well, like and like we talked about on Friday night a little bit there, we we had the uh, the two man refresher thing, and we we said go here, go there, and I wanna, I want to talk about something else about that a little bit when we get a chance here. But at the end of it, we spoke about uh, that, that we got a pretty a pretty decent uh, de- decent raise, right? With with our it was something that was long overdue that didn't happen around here and it's it's right across baseball everywhere that umpires are are not compensated very well for their for what's going on it's getting better now because of the shortage of, of officials but that's not that's that's not a big deal but the the problem that i got with getting a, get, not getting a raise cuz we like more money obviously it's the um, guys just expect it without putting in any more work and, and that's something that we really have to look at. Is that if you if you're just getting more money because you're you're, you're willing willing to go out there, it's 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 not going to be worth it because it doesn't matter. They'll, they will take that money away if it's not worth their bank for their buck. The baseball associates will say, you know what, you guys each got X amount of dollars more last year, and it was actually worse because you just got more bodies out there. It didn't yeah. help anything, right? And like like some money can go to it, umpire education, everything else that's got to happen. But the the basically not just going out because we're getting more money and and adding umpires because they're getting more. That's a, a bad look because it, it could it, this could go a little sideways. Guys will want to do more because they're getting more more cash, right?
1: Yeah, but more, uh, yeah, and and I can see where the other side comes from. It's like, why do you guys want more money? You know, why why are we paying these guys more and they're doing the same job? You know, we did everything we could as an association to improve people. We gave everyone the opportunity, right? I understand that work comes into play, family comes into play, all that kind of stuff. But how can we justify getting a raise if we're not providing a better service? It's it just, it, it's nothing. It's just a life thing. That's not even, not, it's not even umpiring. You know what 100%. I mean? Like how is someone going to pay me more money if I do the same job year in and year out? I better yeah. keep improving and doing a better job. You know what I mean? So,
0: And, and, that's, and that's just the thing with umpiring. It's, it's one of those things, like once you start getting a little bit older, you don't get better most of the time. Right, like you' like in, in most in most careers in most jobs that, that you have when when you get a little bit older, you get a little more knowledge and everything else get to if you're if you're pushing a pencil or you're working at the, at the as a pipe fitter, you usually get a little bit better as at your job but when you become an umpire you get a little bit slower your vision gets a little bit worse so just because're you're, you're older doesn't make, make you any better so it's a little you got to work a little bit harder and and getting guys that just want want the more dollars like we might this i'm sure this is everywhere but what but we're talking about what we have around here. Mm-hmm. The, 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 a lot of guys who didn't come out all, all year long you're like well why you know like it was like like it's it was i wouldn't say it was, it was it was disheartening i guess a little bit when guys didn't come out to try to to try to because it was free and it was every every second week for two hours on a saturday yeah I like work and everything else but you can't tell me that every person in our in on the roster couldn't come out for a couple hours once
1: you know once yeah. a month or whatever I, I, whatever I, I, it yeah. might be I think for us, for some of the people too, you know, they umpired for whatever, five months out of the year. Once October hits and it's minus 30 and snowing so outside, they might not want to come. You know, it's the last thing on their mind, but it goes to the point of, listen, if we want to provide a better service and we want to get more money, we need to do it. It's a, it's going to be a year round thing. When I was 12 years old, I played baseball year round in Manitoba. Like I got better 12 months of the year. The umpires got better four months a year. And then, so- and then they, they're, they're, bad the first two months. Cause I
0: forgot, they forgot what they, they were doing the, the time before. Right. And see, that's right. The first, so you the, know, the first pitch you see all season long is an 85, 85 mile an hour slider. You're going to miss it. That's right. That's just so, fact.
1: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I think like the guys in the big leagues, they're doing their umpire stuff in January. They're doing it in February, you know, right before spring training, but they get a spring training to mess stuff up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we yeah. don't get a spring training when we get jump into games, these games matter. So we need to find ways to to keep to keep getting better, twelve months out of the year, ten months out of the year, type of thing.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I, I kind of wanted to like, and you hear that a lot in amateur like you were and like even you said, like the games don't quote unquote matter because of the the way that they they're just club teams or whatever it might be and they're kind of just playing and then they have these courtesy runners and blah 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 which i don't i don't much like i, I don't i think if you're going to play the game you should play it right not have unlimited substitutions and if you're going to, to play you should play to win not just compete uh but that's another story for another day but the games matter to somebody right so it's our responsibility as officials to go out there and put in the best foot forward and do it do do the best that we can because we're at the end of the day and i said it to the young kids i said it to to the older some of our older people who come to our clinic we're the only ones that are actually getting paid right and so we're we're kind of expected to be the only professionals out there and like i said it, that one at bat might mean something to that kid and that one at bat might 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 be the only at bat he got because his team's down 14 to two in the fifth and so he's a bench guy. He might only get that one chance to go out there. And if if we kick the shit out of a call just because um, we're we're bored or don't want to be there anymore or just or in a bad position, that that's a bad look. And that's why a lot of parents and coaches do have a sour taste for officials in in, in right across sport, but just in, in baseball specifically.
1: Just because we're am we're quote unquote amateur umpires doesn't mean that we we can't we're we can lose the professionalism of umpiring. No, you know we we need to be. I know I said that they might not matter, but it matters to someone. Yeah. It matters to some some kid out there. You know, when Vauxhall is playing in March against PBA, you know, some kids might be might be might be vying for a spot for the rest of the year to start. You know what I mean? So that like you said, that fourteen to ten pitch in the seventh inning of a four hour baseball game, it matters to him. So um, you know, for me, it's just like, uh, uh, I don't know, it drives me nuts. Like I treat it the way I treat everything in my life, my job. No, I'm there for a reason. Someone's paying me to be here. I better be the best I can be. And and um I, you know, I wish people would take it more seriously.
0: Well, and now and now so much like now because now everything is is streamed somewhere. So now you got scouts that might be watching the game because I I can't see why a college scout from Arizona State's going to make his way up here. But every every game is streamed. So like you said, every at bat matters to those kids. And and it's, so that's that's why it's it's our job to make sure we're we're putting ourselves in the position to succeed and giving these kids a, a proper chance. Yeah, yeah, games do get out of hand sometimes, and they, you, there is some game management. We'll talk about maybe on another show coming through here, but uh, there is some, some ways you can get around doing that, and people, you know, some older dogs like myself we know a few tricks of trade that can do that but in general like we got to make sure these these uh, umpires young and old are held accountable on a, on a daily basis and we're putting them in a two position to succeed but at the end of the day they like i said they really really have to look after themselves and, and make sure that they're, they're doing stuff on on their on their free time to make sure that they're, they're getting better and that includes showing up a little bit early that includes that to having a, a, a pre-game meeting with your partner making sure you're on the same page that includes maybe talking during the game and then like i said having that meeting after a game and making sure that okay what did i do right what what did i do wrong and having those uh, those tough conversations with nobody around because i I think a lot of guys and that that's we'll get that in in half a second that's where a lot of guys don't want to because there is some tough conversation that got to happen uh and umpires tend to find a way to try to one-up each other all the time they try to outsmart each other all the time and you, you have sometimes um and this is throughout i mean i mean it's, it's life in general but it because it's an umpire show we're gonna talk about umpiring there's a lot of guys who are always trying to prove somebody else wrong to try to improve their their uh, their hat size for whatever reason and i don't understand it they're always going well this rules this and this rules out what would you do here and they're always trying to pick somebody uh we were talking tonight about f- uh, fly ball coverage and yes it, it's important to get it right but we end up spending 25 minutes because it's it's, it's a pop fly to center field just call the fucking guy out like, who cares who makes that call? And it's when umpires do that, that's why people don't want to talk, right? Because it t- it's this conversation, this conversation, and there are guys who are always trying to out- outsmart each other in the umpire world, and there's guys who look down their nose at you, so that's why a lot of guys don't want to speak. And that's why a lot of guys end up just saying, you know what, this this isn't for me.
1: Yeah, and, and there's the whole approach, the whole attitude towards it is is such an important aspect of it. You know, if I have an older guy that I'm working with and we have our pregame meeting. Chances are, if he wants to do something a certain way, I'm going to do it that way. And, you know, no one is above it and no one is too proud to to not have that conversation. I guarantee you, tonight in Kansas City, before the Jays play the Royals, those four guys that are going to be in the field are talking about coverages and everything. So if yeah. they can do it at the highest level, why aren't we doing it at our U15 game? you know yeah, with a partner and, that we like, might not have worked with ever before and going out in the field together and making
0: sure you're on time and ha- and having that conversation prior to which it, it just makes things a lot better and, and not not doing and not being lazy because it, it just and, and that's one of the things that starts to drive me a little bit, little bit crazy is when you see guys walking and not doing their job properly and then they wonder why they're not in position and they're, they're getting yelled at if you're doing your job if you're trying hard if you're like if you're trying hard out there coaches aren't going to give you shit if you if you if you kick a call, you, you might hear some beaking, but you don't listen for it. You might hear something; it'll go away. So if you're doing stuff to hold yourself accountable and hold your partner accountable, it 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 makes it so much better for everybody. And I I it, it's got to happen th- throughout baseball, like, like I said, to open open the show up. We complain a lot about parents, we complain a lot about coaches, and you hear these horror stories. But I don't think. I don't think the lack of umpires is because of, of all because of parents and all because of of coaches. I think a lot of it has to do with the higher ups not trickling down and helping out helping out young people. And I think that, that that's more of the problem than it is the odd parent and coach. Yes, there is some that are that are out, out of their freaking minds, but it's right from the top down where we're not we're not uh, assisting these guys and right right from whatever level of baseball Alberta Canada whatever uh, we're not giving the younger guys or, or even some some mid range guys. Uh, enough uh, assistance you you see him once in in march see you again in two
1: years yeah yeah And that's if you can make it right and and to be honest i think think we're doing a good job now you know we have people in positions uh, outside of umpiring that can afford to put some time into it um but at the same time like we're we're committed to doing it this year we're committed to going out we're committed to doing these things seeing these guys that are coming up seeing young kids in little league no, we're, we're committed to doing it. And, and I think if we can all commit as a kind of umpire brotherhood across North America, you know, it's going to be better. You know, everyone talks about all the bad things that happened to that poor guy that happened in there in, in New Orleans. You know, that that's something that's bigger than umpiring. That's bigger than the game. What happened? Well, let's what talk about that. Like, I'm
0: sure everybody who's who watches uh, or watches listens to this show, they probably know what happened there down in New Orleans. I can't remember the guy's name. It doesn't much matter a whole bunch right now, but uh, it matters to him and his, his family. But um, it's everybody saw that that pitch that the night before. It was on a Friday night or a Thursday, and everybody to because we had a clinic on that Saturday morning or a game, I think it was, and everybody's like, holy fuck what the did you see those two calls like jesus and that's and because but you didn't take a pause read and react we just all reacted right yeah. and there's three sides to every story and nobody nobody thought about the, the other two sides we just saw those, those two calls that were atrocious but then it came out i think on thursday last week where he told the story it was, I, it was racist it was it was a bad environment i just had to get out of there so this is the only way i knew how the game was seven two or whatever it was i found two pitches that i'm in and, and then the way they were everybody's acting towards him there was racist undertones i got out right and, and then and that
1: had- that had nothing to do with parents. That had nothing to do with how much you get paid. That had nothing to do with how much you prepare. That was something that was completely out of out of taken out of perspective, and everyone everyone lost their mind about it. So there is some things that we cannot control. There is one hundred percent there is, but we are trying to do as much as we can to control our environment, make sure everyone's prepared, and do the best of our best we can. You know, and yeah. and I and I think it's really um, unfortunate that people. They just jumped to conclusions, like you said, you know, like that that guy. He, were, Umpires everybody. around the world were like, "What the fuck just happened there?" Yeah, I know we were. Right, and then as soon as that video came out, and we all watched it, everyone understood. It was yeah. like, you know what? I get it. I know that was that was wrong of him to do to 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 quote unquote, you know, kick it kick it out kid, of it. But at the same time, put yourself in this in his position. You would have done the same thing. Yeah, hundred percent. No, Bro, it's, it's crazy you know.
0: how how there's there's like I, I've I've had that to to like a lot of times. How there's three sides to every story, hey, and people always forget the other two. It's in, it's instant reaction. That's why you got to do the pause, read, react like you're supposed to. And in, in baseball, an and umpire which probably maybe do that in life a lot more. It might
1: make make things a lot easier. I think. Broad, I think uh, another and this is another side point. want to so get in this quick? If you broadcast baseball or if you broadcast hockey and you never played and you never officiated before. You take an officiating course before you broadcast the game. 100%
0: that's probably not not the worst idea to have guys saying okay this is why there's a, there's a reason why this is called this way and there's a there's a flow to a game and there's a way things work uh in 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 general because it's if you don't do it that way then you're gonna have an absolute train wreck no uh matt good show today i think we touched on some bases that, that had to be touched on with the uh in the umpiring world it's not like the the whole thing isn't just outs and say and balls and strikes because you can teach those but it's the, the stuff that people have to to get out there and they got to do themselves if they're going to do this and want to get any better uh, you can't just expect to show up on the field and put on the great pants and you're in your black jacket and expect to be a great umpire you got to work at it and you get so many guys who don't work at it and they wonder why they get yelled at and it's 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 really easy right it's an easy
1: fix work harder you won't get yelled at at the highest levels 25 percent of the game is outs and safes and strikes and balls 75 percent of the game is just game management knowing the situation what the score is what inning you're in the two teams going into it their records all of that you no know, it's wearing the clothes and calling the balls and strikes you're that gets you halfway and that and really that's all we can do as people are instructing and and trying to help you guys out the rest of it you guys have to learn on your own period and work work with your partner and work with your association and
0: work and work with yourself and cuz that's you get so many guys who do try to be bigger than the game and and they become umpire guy and no one likes that guy the um, ump show guy don't be that guy it doesn't do anybody any good and just uh, try to help the game because at the end of the day we're just out there to have some fun and make a couple extra bucks here and there and you get you get so many and if if one guy's committed to working hard and the other guy isn't, that's a tough game. To, that's a tough game on on say my end to do it. You're like, well, what if that guy's not doing it? Now I got to work twice as hard. And this and guy's every- going to kick a call. And it's it's in your head, right? Because he's yeah. not in position. And like I said, if you, if you work hard, good things usually happen to you
1: on the baseball field. If you, if you're that umpire guy, and if you don't know that you're that guy, you're probably that guy. You're probably. But if that you're guy. that guy, we need you to be better. Period. And that's not just in our situation. Because there's one of those one or two of those guys in every every community across North America. You guys need to be better because you honestly they're probably the root of the problem. That's a one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one
0: hundred and fifty percent true. Anyways, that's the Hey Blue podcast for this week. Uh, Matt, thanks
1: for uh, joining. How is the wheel feeling, by the way? It's good. I, like I said, I'm hoping I'm I'm good for the fifteenth. I'm starting to walk around, no crutches, and and getting some more weight on it. I'm going up the stairs now without crutches, so I got about six visual appointments in four days coming up so hopefully get it feeling good for the weekend uh uh just another shout out this weekend we have our first uh conference series so if you got you four guys to be out there i'll probably walk if the snow is off the ground (laughs) yeah at this well i know they tarp the field so the infield should be good at least but uh uh, it's good it's getting going here we're uh we're looking forward to the season and Yep. And thanks to everyone for tuning in and and, and listening to Brent talk his, uh, yep. talk his thing. And it's going really well, awesome. so we look forward to it. Perfect. Well, thanks for coming on. We'll
0: have to do it again sometime. We'll talk about some other topic that hits out throughout the season. Thank you for coming on. We'll talk to you again. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow.